Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Operation F1. We're coming to you following the Emilia Romana Grand Prix in Imola. It was a uh, a strange, a strange Grand Prix, was it not, Reese? I mean, uh, for me, it was. How did you think? How do you think the race went? Sometimes a little bit good, sometimes a little bit shit. Really, yeah. <laughs> that's about the best answer. Yeah, I think, no. But... To be honest, it was uh, it was crap. I, honestly, I, yeah. We both come come back to the studio here to try and think. Well, how can how can we jazz this up? Because you know there was a little bit of jo- drama there, but a little bit yeah, straight away. Like a like um, I've given us uh, I've made us some very strong coffees with some extra spoons and shots in and all sorts just to try and make this a a little bit more fueled. But I think uh, Carlos signs unlucky, right? This is like an Italian. Uh, my money was on Carlos Sainz. In fact, I remortgaged my house, and he's put it straight in the f- fucking sand trap in the yeah. first corner. So now I'm broke. Yeah. So we're going to need all the views and all the ratings, please, that uh, <laughs> that you can possibly summon for us. Uh, <laughs> Des- desperation now. Um, uh, yeah, um, he's had a bad Friday. Let's start with Carlos Sainz, but a good place to start. Bad Friday, bad qualifying. Uh, the you put it in the wall, I think, on, on Friday. Yeah. But, you know, a good Saturday, obviously the first sprint race of the season. You know, we've got to talk about that. The format that we seem to be falling in love with yeah. of the sprint race weekend. Uh, and and he's gone up from 10th position where he was starting and he's gone up into fourth position from the sprint race uh, and then going into the race, uh, starting fourth position. And, yeah, this morning I looked at, this, the, looked at it as well. Looked like we were going to have rain, I thought. Could this be the race that Leclerc and Max Verstappen take each other out in the first corner and uh, potentially Sainz and Perez fight for the win? But it wasn't to be due to uh, a certain Australian driver clipping yeah. the curb. Oh, Daniel Ricciardo. Mm. So. Yeah. No, sprint race. I do thoroughly enjoy that. That, that, was, that was good yeah. yesterday. I, I really enjoyed that. I've said quite a few times that it, it mixes it up. Maybe we should, you know, what have we got, three this year again? Yeah, four. Only. Yeah, now we've got three. But I'd like to see that more of them. And we've got obviously got 23 qualifying periods. So you could really, you know, you could afford to have five of them and five single lap qualifying tracks. And then the other, the remainder, just the traditional one that we're used to now, mm. just to mix it up, something to mix it up, make the, the whole weekend exciting. I think, uh, I don't know, it could have had a little more potential today. I think it's just the, the drum with signs straight away and the rain, it doesn't make it. For too much excitement, does it? Because you, you know, and the DRS wasn't there. Yeah, it normally does. The rain obviously normally creates a little bit more um, drama, but yeah, just uh, not excitement. Not, not a drying track. No. A drying track doesn't tend to give you too much drama once the pits have happened. You know, it's it's normally who takes that risk. Daniel Ricciardo in today's race, who takes that risk to go onto the slicks, and uh, are we going to have a? a masterclass with someone jump in a few places or we're going to have someone like Sebastian Vettel last year at Turkey who uh, just puts on the sticks way too early and goes back down the, the field. But Did he do that for a laugh? Do you think that he yeah. did that? Do you think that he had a bit with someone? Look, I dare you. I, I dare you to put slicks on when, you know, there's five inches of water on the, on the mm. tarmac. Yeah. Okay. I'll do it. Yeah. 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 But, uh, but yeah, so what what tend you tend to find is much more drama is if you have a dry track that then turns wet mm. because it happens very quickly and uh, then you've got everyone diving into the pits and they may be drying again. What we what the race was 
was begging for was uh, a little bit, bit of rain. rain at the end. Yeah, a bit of rain at the end would have uh, really spiced things up, but it wasn't to be. So Max Verstappen, he goes on to take the win, uh, which we're both very pleased about, aren't we? I think you're starting to think about Max Verstappen a bit like the way I'm thinking about Max Verstappen, which is, uh, oh, God, not him again. <laughs> Max is like Marmite. Yeah. Isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, look, we can't. There's probably lots of fans out there that listen to us that love Max Verstappen, so we can't be too critical about I, it. I like Max, but then there's days that he really irritates me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but... Uh, yeah. No, he's... Uh, but obviously with Carlos Sainz going out, it made it an incredibly comfortable race that needed just good management from Red Bull to get that one-two. And uh, yeah. a little fun fact, we don't do fun facts this season, but uh, a little well, fun fact. Well, why are we doing me. one then? Well, because uh, because it's too good to... Uh, to miss? Yes, to miss, to leave out. Uh, great fun fact. That was a Red Bull 1-2. Was it? Yeah. And uh, that's the first Red Bull 1-2 for 2,030 days, which equates to what? Quick maths, five and a half years. And uh, <laughs> Quick maths, five and a half years exactly, five months and 23 five, minutes. To be exact, actually, 5.56164384, recurring, obviously, uh, days uh, or years even, so since the last one. And uh, the last... Uh, sorry, the, only the second Red Bull 1-2 in the turbo hybrid era since 2014. And uh, and also, that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Only the seventh non-Mercedes 1-2 since 2014. Good. Or since the beginning of 2014. It'd so, be nice to see a few more of them. No, it would be, yeah. So that's that's good. And that's the first time we've had a two different constructors getting a 1-2 since 2019. Uh, obviously, the uh, the Ferrari boys got a 1-2 in 2019. But anyway, yes. So, well done to Red Bull. A dominant weekend. And, and actually, so that Leclerc doesn't run away with this championship, it's probably, for the neutral, what we needed uh, to just sort of close things up. Yeah. And that's probably a good idea to let's have a quick look at the standings should we go through what the standings were after the sprint race or and then the main race or just want to do after the sprint just race? just or after the just, main race? no just now okay fine yeah 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 that would be better that would be better for me <laughs> well i'm just thinking it might be a good way to pad just because we haven't got all to speak about we have i've got something very 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 good okay. to talk about in a minute oh, i good. can talk about it in a minute or i can talk about it now no no oh. go through the standings tell me <laughs> right drivers first shall we mm-hmm. charles leclerc is still leading the championship with 86 points, with Max Verstappen following with 59 points, Sergio Perez, his Red Bull teammate, in third place with 54 points, George Russell in fourth place with 49 points, Carlos Sainz in fifth place with 38 points, Lando Norris in sixth place with 35 points, Lewis Hamilton in seventh place with 28 points. That's a good number. Uh, Valtteri Bottas in eighth place, 24 points. Esteban Ocon in ninth place with 20 points. K-Mag in 10th position with 15 points. Daniel Ricciardo in 11th position with 11 points. Yuki Tsunoda in 12th position with 10. Pierre Gasly in 13th with 6. Vettel in 14th with 4. Alonso in 15th with 2. And then Zoe in 16th position tied with Alexander Albon, 
Lance Stroll all in one point, and then Mick Schumacher and uh, Nicholas Latifi with nothing. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yes, that's very on the constructors' front. Yeah, Ferrari are still leading the championship with 124 points. In second place, Red Bull with 113. So only a race win, really. Different. Well, do you know what? That's a massive, massive difference. I'll stop you there because that's a massive difference. That's, that's a the, huge catch up, isn't it? Well, massive. just after the sprint race, uh, Red Bull were on 69, Ferrari on 116. So that's a huge, huge catch up. Massive, massive. Mercedes in third position with 77. So a bit of catching up to do, but you know. Still a little way ahead of McLaren in fourth position with 46 points. Alfa Romeo in fifth position with 25. Alpine in sixth now with 22 points. Alfa Tori in seventh position with 16, with Hess just behind them in 15, uh, in eighth position with 15 points rather. And in ninth position, Aston Martin with five points. And lucky last, Williams with mm. one point. Uh, yes, yeah, so, Alban. So that's, that's really, you know, going through those constructors, the sprint race. Format really, really does mix things up again because well, well, it's the opportunity uh, for extra points, isn't it? And, yeah, I mean, that's reserve Mar- your position. You, you're, yeah. you get extra lucky with the sprint race because yeah. if you know if you you get your pole, you start your race, and you yeah, you know. I mean, we 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 slam the the race, but you know, the sprint the front, was nice. The, the sprint was good. The sprint is is fun. Uh, the race itself, it was very very mixed. There, apart from the two Red Bull uh, cars, everybody was mixed. And, you know, Aston Martin have picked up points. They were bottom with zero, uh, you know, even going into this race uh, today. And, uh, and, and But Williams were on one point. But, uh, you know, Alpine have dropped massively yeah. uh, because of their results today. Uh, McLaren done pretty well, not so much with Daniel Ricciardo, uh, but with, with Nan- Lando Norris, who picks up his, uh, yeah. his consecutive Second consecutive podium at Imola. He was finished. He finished third last year as well yeah. at Imola. So uh, fantastic for him. Um, and yeah, it has mixed things up again. And you know, you look at Verstappen. He has picked up maximum points. So you know, he's got twenty five for the win. He's got the fastest lap, I believe, yeah. as well. So that's twenty six plus your eight. Um, you know, for that's the sprint race. Yeah, that's thirty four points. You yeah. know, it's an extra ten points that he's he's gained. And he was so, the one complaining that yeah. he doesn't subscribe to the sprint race, doesn't like it. He doesn't like yeah. anything that's uh but he's the most successful. Yeah, at it. And it's it's brought him right back into this championship. So I wouldn't yeah. be complaining for him. It's well a- well do you know what? You know, this is the type of weekend that Max needs to finish and get picked up those maximum points. You know, you don't you wouldn't want a you wouldn't want a yeah. retirement on on this weekend. You'd much prefer if you had to take a retirement, take it when there's a non non sprint race weekend for sure. That's right. So. I mean, you know, like um, Charles Leclerc will be uh, he'll be kicking himself for that sort of uh, yeah. Just to say he'd had such a great race, really. I mean, driving it, not great in result, but persevering with what he had mm. to just make a bit of a you know error in judgment, bit of a schoolboy error. Mm. And um, yeah, he's tried to take off with that, and he's he's retrieved it very quickly. But obviously Norris has got past him, and it's messed him up. But yeah, I mean his start really ruined him uh, going in, and then obviously getting behind Perez. He was starting starting second today, but uh, losing losing out to Perez early on in the race, and then really just playing catch up. Even yeah. when it went from intermediates, once it started drying, they went on to mediums. Everyone was saying that. Uh, you know, they'll probably see it until the end of the race. But Leclerc really started spicing things up again by coming into the pits, which meant that 
Perez and Verstappen had to react and put the softs on as well. They answered um, and closed it right up until it, that mistake. Yeah, closed it right up. He thought, well, actually, he might actually take Perez because he'd come in a lap before. His tyres were hot. He was he was really showing pace. And then big mistake, hit the sausage curb straight in the middle. And yeah, he's just spun the thing right round. And, and actually, probably in hindsight, would just have taken third and yeah. maintained that gap. But, you know, that's really, really closed it up. It's taken a lot of people's mindset away from Leclerc is running away from this championship. Even I was getting overly excited about that too. Actually, you know what? The momentum is completely shifted towards Red Bull and that's exactly what they needed after reliability question marks on the Red Bull uh, team. The one, two. Maximum, maximum points from today and pretty much for the weekend as well. So, you know, I think there were were a point off getting all the points, all the points. So well done, well done, genuinely well done to Red Bull. It's it's nice, yeah. We just need another team back in up there. But uh, I yeah. mean, drivers wise, championship wise, the next man who's not Red Bull would be George Russell on forty nine points. But mm. they need to do something about the limping Mercedes, don't they? Yeah. Um, but he's hauling all the he's the breadwinner for the Mercedes team at the minute, hauling in forty nine of their seventy seven points. So, yeah. um, you know, our guys, Mister Alonso and Mister Hamilton, not a good day at the office for either of them. No. Big hole in the side pod for Alonso, which, uh, I mean, yesterday's sprint race, he was doing relatively well until signs crashed on the Friday, so we we were stuck with our 10 positions. Mm-hmm. Um, but he started the sprint race in fifth and lost pretty much two straight away. So yeah. just, and when I look at that, it was just a poor start. I don't know mm-hmm. if it was a car or, or driver error. Um, and then today, obviously, he started off in seventh position, went down to eighth with a little scuffle with Schumacher. Um not because of that. George Russell had overtaken two cars mm. and put himself right up there. And then uh, he's got the hole in the side pod and yeah. it's gone off right in uh, Hamilton's view. But he's sort of a uh, – Hamilton himself has just had a real average day. He's had an average day. He's had an average weekend. You know, it's just a weekend that really just nothing had gone right for him. Uh, bad luck, I would say, as well. As much as – he didn't really look like he was at the races today. But the, but the bad luck today with Ocon being – uh, released, uh, unsafe released, hitting his hitting his uh, front wing. I don't know whether that caused a little bit of damage. He couldn't get quite th- get through the through the pack, uh, but he was just stuck today. He was completely stuck behind. Yeah. Uh, was it Gasly? And it was just he so had opportunities with the with the with the DRS as well. And mm. um, but yeah. Darius doesn't help if you're like we've said before. If you're, if you're in the train and you're the last in the train, the guy in front of you is just going to get Darius yeah. anyway. And and so although you might be catching them up, you just uh, you're sandwiching up closer to the the leader of the train, which is mm. normally our friend Mister Stroll. And I think it was again today, wasn't it, for a little while? Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, the um the most heart wrenching bit for Max today, uh, for Lewis today, would have been the <laughs> the uh, the blue flag. Please get out of the way of Max. We have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know that must have been a real that was hurting. You could see that coming. A real kick in the ball bag mm. for the for the guy, you know. But uh, yeah, unacceptable from from Alonso and Hamilton. You know, are probably our our personal favourites. Uh, I've got here nine world championships between them, one hundred and thirty five race wins between them. <laughs> One side bod between the two of them today and uh, zero, nil point between them either today. So absolutely shocking. Shocking from the pair of them. I mean, one thing, what did, did Alonso get any points yesterday from his his sprint race? He didn't. I think he dropped out of the points. 
Uh, yeah. uh, no, you know, because he's only got two. So, no, he dropped out of the points. Yeah, so. You only get uh, top eight. He finished ninth. No, he didn't. No, he finished eight. He must have got a point yesterday. Yeah, he might have got the one point, so he doubled yeah. his points. But, yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's, it's just it's just not uh, not good, really. But we were just saying maybe he should have uh, retired off into the sunset with Kimi Räikkönen and the pair of them. <laughs> maybe, so, yeah. 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 But certainly you look at the drivers that are uh, really performing for their teams, uh, you know, it's out with the old, in with the new. The new guys are really starting to uh, to perform well. Your Lando Norris's, your well, we uh, say George new, but Russell's. they've been there a few years now. Yeah, the young guys, the young guys. Um, but yeah, they're doing well. And uh, special mention to one of my favourite drivers on the grid, uh, to <laughs> Valtteri Bottas. What a <laughs> what a guy! <laughs> I can't believe I'm hearing this. I, I urge anyone to go back and listen to every single episode from season one, yeah. and. Uh, yeah, just 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 do that for me. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know, right? Yeah, no, he's doing fantastically well, and uh, poor old Joe, he's not uh, he's not no. do- he's not doing great. Oh, Joey, no, he's uh, no, he's he's not at all, is he? No, no. I'm just looking here. Alonso ninth, so he got no points. What yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. So what? Didn't he start eighth today? Uh, he started ninth today. Oh, did he? Right. Yep. Yes, that was ninth. Yeah, yeah, it's a ninth. So nothing for him. Nothing for him. So yeah, all in all, uh, a mediocre race. Imola on the calendar s- until twenty twenty four. What are your twenty five? In it? Oh god, is it yeah. the end of twenty five? Yeah. So what are your thoughts on it? I mean, it's got it's steep with history. It's it's yeah. you know we love the track, but or we love the the, the race, but is is the track? Does it need maybe a little bit more something to maybe a little redesign? Not too I th- much. I think because we have so many bigger, wider. If you if you go back fifteen years, or you know uh, back to two thousand and five and six, when it was on the calendars, then was slightly different. They were all narrow tracks. You mm. know, we didn't have the big, wide, new tracks. The big um, with the big runoff areas. With you have extra possibilities of overtaking, and it used to fit in the mold and bring a lot of character and a little bit of different character, and with all of its history as well. Now, with all the modern tracks and and everything that's around, maybe it stands out a little bit. It's too old, not wide enough. Mm. Um, keeping it on, it's nice because I mean, Monaco. You know, we've had the same conversation about that. Yeah. If that goes off the calendar, is that a silly move? Is it a good move? Is mm. it is it are you robbing uh, Formula One of its history then? If yeah. you take Monaco off the calendar, I mean, oh, that's, yeah. that's a big thing. And uh, I think there's more potential at Imola than there is at Monaco. Um, I think, but then again, Monaco's a street circuit, isn't there? But, yeah. You know. Um, I, I I don't know. I'd like to see it stay around for sure uh, every year to be there, but you want more action somehow. Mm. Um, Emily never used to rain. I don't remember it ever being a rainy circuit like when it was on there in the early 2000s. I mean, it might have had one, but five and six weren't raining. Um, mm. I don't think four was. You know, I, I don't remember it wasn't – I don't remember it during the 90s raining so much. I remember always being a relatively sunny track. It was mm. always – around this time in May. Um, but I don't know. What are yeah. your thoughts on it? I, 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 enjoy, the, I enjoy the fact that it's back uh, where we've seen so many, uh, you know, that should be back on the calendar or should have never been taken off the calendar. Imola is certainly one of those. 
but I do think that maybe it needs tweaking, not to take away the character of the track, not to take away and turn it into this new track or this new style of track where there's so much room yeah. for error. Gravel we traps. We still want the gravel traps. Today oh, was a good 100%. reminder of how great, it, you know, in Australia. Yeah. Didn't he get caught? He well, got caught in Australia as well. Car- Carlos Sainz got caught in two. You know, that's, that's... And it's funny, he can't drive in gravel, but his, his father was a rally driver. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, th- I find that kind of ironic. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, Maybe she get lessons from Dad. Yeah. So I do think that it maybe needs something. It needs something, this track, because otherwise, you know, we're going to have this every year. And it's a shame to say it because, it, you know, you got to love it. You just have to love this track. And, yeah. you know, the passion from the fans, we saw it today. It's amazing. And and just as good as Monza, you know, the Italian fans are some of the most passionate fans out there. And, yeah. you know, you love to see it in the, in the stands. You love to see it watching it on the TV. Because Monza is not the widest track. Right? No, but there's but long has, straights. Yeah. And you sort of think, like I did say today, but because the cars are much safer today and you can, you know, you can really come a cropper on those cars and still be okay, would it be an idea? That chicane and the Tamburello, it, it slows things down. It's the only opportunity. Could you perhaps make that more of a sweeping corner rather than a chicane? Maybe not as sweeping as it was. Mm. There, but there used to be overtakes there. Yeah. If you were crazy enough to do that, maybe before you go into the pitch straight, open it there a little bit wide, take that chicane out. Mm. Um, in fact, did it not get taken out, the chicane just before the pit straight? Or is it still in there? No, no, it's uh, two two left turns before the right. Before yeah. the straight, yeah. Um, it's just, you know, where else could you, you know, but then you start messing around with the... <sighs> or you don't have the sweeping left and you actually have a tighter left turn because... That chicane in there, it, it, it just closes up, and there's yeah. not much point, much not much opportunity for overtaking well, yeah, when there should maybe be. Maybe that, maybe maybe take the corner straight closer to the wall, but mm. have a very deep gravel trap to stop anyone coming off. But yeah, yeah. You, you can go go right up to it, but slow down. A breaking zone, yeah, yeah, a good breaking zone, and that might be a much better idea. That's yeah. a good shout, actually, Reese. Well done. Well, yeah, <laughs> we should get straight onto them. Well done, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but because how many times to be here today? Oh, he's following him. He's following him. He's closer this time. He's closer coming out of the DRS, obviously, on the on the pit straight yep. into the chicane. And actually, when they come to the chicane, absolutely nowhere near them. And, uh, you know, you hear the same thing, you know, Crofty on a loop. But, you know, could, oh, yeah. he made his, the rear of, his tire, uh, rear of his car wide. Or, oh, he wasn't close enough this time. Oh, he's a car length. It's the same crap Crofty, from him. Crofty wasn't really on form, you know, uh, at all today, was he? I don't know if he had had his wheat bix this morning or what, but he was uh, just talking nonsense. I mean, I, he was talking about DRS and DRS opportunities when they'd just spoken 10 seconds earlier about DRS not being on or being enabled. Yeah. And, you know, all the DRS train. You've just said that it's not enabled. Why are you talking about a DRS train? It's a normal train. Yeah. You know, I don't know if he even knows. You know, <laughs> you, know, you get bullet trains, you get underground trains, overground trains and trains, but, you know, and a DRS train only when it's enabled. Yes. Right. Do you know what I think? Do you know why, why I think that is? I think Martin Brundle keeps him in check and actually <laughs> just switches the mic's offices. Don't be such a... Fucking idiot all your life, you know. And he, he probably, without Martin Brundle there, who's yeah. a bit more like, oh, come on, you know, probably doesn't put up this crap. Um, you know, he's he's just he's just running away with it. But the amount of times we were sat there today watching it and the amount of mistakes he was making, look, we're not perfect, even when we're on air recording this podcast. You know, you should see the amount of editing that uh, Mickey James has to do <laughs> yeah. on, on my behalf here. But... Uh, <laughs> 
It's ridiculous. This you know. podcast is actually four hours long. <laughs> <laughs> my, my half, anyway. <laughs> uh, but but come on, like he does frustrate me. He does really frustrate yeah. me. And I think today really, really got he got on my go big time because I wasn't seeing good action on the track and I'm not hearing good commentary no. in the commentary box either. And uh, I don't know, bring back Martin Brundle. Get rid of Crofty. I know he's been there ten years. He's a bit stale anyway. It's not easy. He's not for me. I'm sorry, Crofty, if you're listening. You're probably not anyway. That's fine. But you know, he's. He, I don't know. He's certainly not a. Uh, he's certainly not a Murray Walker, is he? Or no, no. Near. no one ever ever will be. But I don't know. What do you think? Do you think? You, do you think we're ready for someone new? I, I know a lot of people like him, but I don't know. He's I, not for I'm me. I like listening to Martin Brundle. I really do. But I've told you before, I, I watch the race and quite often I'll turn the the sound down and I'll turn up BBC Radio 5 Live and listen to the, those guys because there's three of them. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a change. It's, you mm. know, a little bit more exciting, but, you know, yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's time for a change. We've got a new era. Maybe we should have had some new commentary as well. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Get the Channel 4 guy. <laughs> what about Bernie Eccleston? Why can't he come as a commentator? He was always no. a really over-opinionated guy, yeah. wasn't he? You know, yeah. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about uh, over-opinionated. Helmut Marko. <laughs> oh, what a cock that guy is. <laughs> Can I say that? I don't know. You oh, say I just, what you like. Well, I just fucking have. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, he just comes out with some crap in the, uh, in the, in the media, doesn't he? Oh, I was just listening to, watching, reading things this week and some of the stuff he comes out with is so frustrating. I don't even know if I said it in the last podcast, actually, but yeah, it it just comes out with, you know, I heard recently that the stuff that Verstappen's doing wrong, you know, right. what, what he's, I can't even remember what it is. I sort of switch off when I see that Helmut Marco's been saying things, but I don't know. Um, yeah, but yeah. Crofty, maybe we need somebody else. We'll put that to the board as well. Yeah, we'll so put, that, we, to, we put gotta, that to the board gotta, yeah. on Brundle and Coulthard. That was a good little pairing back yeah. in 2010. That was good, or 2011. That was a good one on BBC. Yeah. Mm. Bring back BBC. No, I'm joking. I like Sky Sports. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah. yeah. What about ITV? No. Do you remember when they were? No. Do you, do you remember you used to have the Texaco? I think they were still there in 2006, weren't they? Did they were they still there in 07? Yeah. ITV, when did... I can't remember. No, oh, yeah, yeah, 07 was. 09 it went to BBC. Right, okay. Yeah. And then when did it go to Sky? 12. 12. Yeah, yeah. So nine, when BBC took it on actually in 9, 10, 11, it was pretty good. You had the cool tard Eddie Jordan and uh, and Jake Humphreys. He was good. Right. He was good. Uh, and then from 12, it was mixed. So Sky Sports had all of them, but BBC still had half of them. So they had 10 right. races. But you had ITV. The problem with ITV back in the day is they still had adverts during the race. I know that used to cheese you off, didn't it? I remember late 90s. come back with someone to be in a wall. Yeah, yeah. Late (laughs) 90s, you used to have the old Texaco petrol advert that used to come on and then that, two other adverts and bang, you're straight into the race. It's like, come on, that's ridiculous. So, you know, at least Sky Sports let you watch the whole thing and then apply with ads afterwards. But anyway, we digress. It just shows how how good Imola was that we're talking about. (laughs) <laughs> who, 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 was who, who, who the broadcasting rights should be going to? <laughs> uh, no, I mean let's let's uh, let's not leave these people turning off. Let's try and find some uh, good things about today because there was some good things today. Yeah. Um, obviously, 
not many, but, <laughs> but yeah. no, there no, was. No, there was. Yeah, there was actually. There was. It was. Uh... Let's talk drivers, shall we? Yeah. Who did well? Verstappen and Perez, they did well. Yeah, Norris and Russell and Bottas. Bottas you know, has done great. He's yeah. uh, you know uh, is would I don't know like uh, you sort of it's a, it's a weird question to ask, but it's a very valid question to ask. Oh, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> did they make a mistake, Mercedes, oh. in getting rid of Bottas? Right, you know, for the, for should have we kept Bottas and Russell? Do you want my honest answer or do you want me for the purposes of the podcast to give you a serious answer? I want two answers here. Okay. Your honest answer. Right, or... I'm going to give you a podcast answer. Okay. You make a very valid point so some, <laughs> for something you need to look into because Bottas has really done well since he's left Mercedes and yeah. he's really got, he's on fire with that Alfa Romeo. Yeah. Right, and my actual answer. And, and Russell is also on fire. Oh, Russell's on fire, car, yeah. yeah, yeah. And fourth and fifth day, what, what, what could they have done together in the Mercedes as, a, as teammates? But Second my serious third, answer... Don't be so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Hamilton gave Bottas a whipping last year and did the year he before. Did he? Yeah, yeah, he did. I'm not so sure. Bottas has always been quick in the race. Was, but was the garage has, down the middle? The Mercedes garage down the middle? Of course it is, yeah. I mean, you favour the person that's winning the races, so... So that means I think old George is going to be, uh, you know, the favourite this year. Surely he's going to get well, the preferential treatment. And, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Lewis, but we've, uh, we've mm. got to put all the parts on George's car, mate. Well, well, yeah. He's doing better than you. And uh, that's something we've... I, I think it was in Ted's notebook uh, after the sprint race on Saturday was uh, our Mercedes potentially looking at a secondary car, so a B car. So we'll have the W13B. Mm. And, you know, that could be... After today's result, particularly with Hamilton, you know, will they bring a B car for Hamilton? Maybe you it's mentioned not well. You mentioned good. that, and I said, "Can you?" I mean, they can. I, I think you can do what you like, really. But can you keep Russell in the car that he's in now, and and have the uh, revised version running with just Hamilton, just for a race or two to see which one's better, and then potentially either go back or move? Yeah, I'm both in the in the B car. I don't. I don't know if that is probably against the rules, but I think if if it shows that it's got a lot more performance in it, then they will just go with the B car. Yeah. You know, there's no point running both at the same time, I wouldn't have thought. But, but yeah, Bottas, great. He has done very, very well. Like I say, he's one of my favourites out there. And, uh, yeah, Leclerc, bad day at the office. Could have been better. Should have been better. Sonoda, Yuki Sonoda, I said this in the season preview. Uh, which is still available to listen to, but I wouldn't bother because our predictions we we're just talking about uh, have, uh, have not aged well uh, for the season. Um, but uh, but Sonoda, I did mention that he really needs to have a good season this season to stand any chance of A, staying with Alpha Terry, but also B, looking at Red Bull, which is obviously his future or potential future. Uh, seventh place today. He did incredibly well and took better mm. at the end. So he's done, he's pretty, he's done a pretty good, yeah. good job. And yeah, Vettel as well, eighth. Happy yeah, with where that. Where have Aston Martin come from? Because I know that he wasn't there the few, but in the first couple of races, those guys were, you know, finishing below 15th, weren't they? Yeah. In Hulkenberg. Yeah. Um, and it was, we every we were, and everyone else was just writing them off, you know. Mm. And uh, I actually heard someone say the other day, who was it? I'm trying to, you know, Vettel should just retire. He's not going to win any more races. He's not going to win any more championships. I don't mm. know who that was, but, you know, he was looking looking up there. Yeah, um, you know the guy can drive because he's got the car. You know, like like some other guys, he's a four time world champion. 
because he had a good car. Yeah. And then he's not won a championship because he hasn't had a good car, you know? Yeah, I think that Aston Martin is is really not good enough to challenge right now and probably won't be this season. No. I think Vettel will not win any races and probably will not win any championships with Aston Martin. Mm. And therefore He's you need to back look, to Ferrari, is Well, you need to look at where are his options? Where has he got options to win races and, and inevitably win world championships? Yeah. And is that opportunity going to come back? And at the moment... There isn't that. There isn't that opportunity. No. I can't see. I think it would have been nice for him to go into a Mercedes at one point. I think we discussed yeah. that, didn't we? But yeah, would you want to sign for Mercedes now? Seeing what you've seen, mm. um, they seem they seem to be struggling. And, and uh, I'm very surprised. And Toto Wolff is usually a very very positive sort of man, and he's a good leader. You know, and he, he leads like him. He's he's a manual guy. He doesn't just bark orders. Like he leads. From himself, really, doesn't he? And he's hugely positive. So is Lewis, but they've certainly lost morale. Mm. I, th- I think the team morale was really collapsed around Mercedes. Maybe it's hit them. Maybe they've been winning too often that they've got used to it and forgotten. You know, shit. What do we? We haven't been here since twenty twelve or thirteen. Mm. We need to really pick this up. And Russell was saying, you know, we're we're not we're not fighting for championships. We need to work. We need to work, but still putting it in a positive bit. Lewis, his whole morale seems to have collapsed a lot. Mm. And I think you're seeing that between the, the two results of the two guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can they fix this? Can they turn this around, Mercedes? Can they, Can yeah. they? you know, by the mid-season turn this around, uh, st- stick solidly in the midfield and then come up and start winning races? At some point, they're going to have to, they're going to have to make a decision. Uh, the art, the quick answer is yes. I think they can really yeah. come back and 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 start winning races. And I still believe that they can win races, whether it's going to be Russell or Hamilton yeah. or even both. They can win races by the end of this season. Yeah. However, the decision they need to make now is: do they carry on looking at this year's car? It probably is very early to start focusing on next year, but at some point. And you think, well, they're looking to develop a car to win this year or yep. or, or get better this year. But by the midway point of the season, at some point you have to just give up and think, yep. right, let's focus on next season. Has the cost cap really messed them up, do you think? I don't think so. no, I don't think it's, it's had too much to effect at this, at this stage. It's just no. a change of the whole design. Yeah. Um, I think what's happened is uh, they, they were solely focused on – uh, last year and where Ferrari, as we've clearly seen, forgot about last year and started focusing on this year. Yep. By probably very early in last year. Yep. Uh, Mercedes couldn't afford to do that. Red Bull probably had a, a little bit of both. Uh, but then you say that Perez, he came out on Saturday and said, focusing on the world championship last year has cost us in reliability this year. Right. Which is a very, very odd thing to say, but um, that's that's what he did. They were reliable enough today, so you know. But yeah, I guess you just get through it one race at a time, one step at a time. But Red yeah. Bull, you know, they have in their arsenal Adrian Newey, mm. you know, and that guy just sees beyond. Yeah, <laughs> you know? from an era, yeah. he's. I yeah. think I think he's like a pig. I think he sees wind. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. Really? Maybe. I'm not calling him a pig, but he obviously, you know, that's... Is yeah, that right? Have I got that right? It's pig sea wind. <laughs> I don't know. Let's, let's I've never know heard it before, before, but... Yeah, yeah I, I think, can, I think you know. pig sea wind. And I think, obviously, Adrian Newey does. For, from an aerodynamic point of view, that makes him valuable. Yeah, hugely. wind. So, 
yeah, I mean that that's that's made a huge huge difference, and you can see that on the straights as well. Yeah. You know, there's no porpoising from a from a Red Bull. No, car. and and that's the thing. I mean, these cars are out of you know since the Halo came on, they're the best looking car. So like in the last five years, right? They're, they're the best looking shape as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, it's fucking ugly that porpoising, isn't it? See, so bounce, bounce, bounce. I mean, you look back on some areas and you think. It's kind of a cool season, but God, that that wing was crap, or that shark's fin was stupid, or was it the 2014? They had the wee knob on the front of the yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. wing, and you, you think, what what was all that about? And we're going to look back at this and go, why were they allowing you know yeah. motion sickness? Yeah. Maybe Lewis gets car sick, maybe he gets motion sick, <laughs> you know, and and yeah. and this is not fucking helping, mm. right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, but it can't be good. All the, you know, it's it's taxing enough, isn't it? But he's extra all the way. He is literally all the way down that straight. All of his body piercings are rattling away in there. Yeah, but he's not allowed him in there, is he? Like, <laughs> yeah, metal detector. He's like a pocket for the change. You're not allowed car. them in, are you? Didn't they? Haven't they? Haven't oh, they he's carried it? on. He says he's, no. They're going to have to cut them out. Well, so be so. it. That's why. That's why he sounds like a pocket of change. <laughs> <laughs> pocket full of change in that car. Right, yeah. So it it doesn't look good. Um, it must be. It must Hold be on nauseous. On. Rattling your back teeth, but anyway, was, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we digress again, Inspector. <laughs> well, there you go. But yeah, so. Uh, they, they, those guys did pretty well. Stroll did well. Ocon, shame, didn't get any points. Albon did pretty well to finish 12th, but obviously outside of the points. Hamilton, rubbish. Latifi, well, he didn't crash, so that's a positive. And uh, Mick Schum- Schumacher. Schumacher, here we go. Go on. <laughs> I don't even know what to say, Mick. You've let me down. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Don't ever crash into Alonso again. <laughs> Don't you ever do that, Mick. You know this. <laughs> Don't you? I hope you're listening. You know, he's he ruined be. Alonso's whole race today. <laughs> you know? As if he'll be listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, not not good. Uh, do you know what? Remind me, next podcast, we're going to talk about Mick Schumacher in a little bit more detail. In the next podcast? In the next yeah, podcast Yeah, yeah, I'll be yeah. Over, I'll be over it, you know, because I've still got a lot of faith in Mick. I really do, but he's... Uh, you know, but we're seeing it. You know, I don't think you can sort of say. You know, a lot of people go, "Well, he's crazy. He's, he's not doing as good as his teammate. His teammate's right up in the top five, top eight all the time, and he's right down the bottom." But he's not. He's four or five car lengths behind. And then, you know, if you didn't have a valid argument, you do now that Lewis is sitting down four or five cars behind Russell, and mm. sometimes there's reasons for it. And I, I don't know. I mean, the the Mercedes thing. I think what I said earlier today is that. You know, George is used to driving a real crap slow car. Mm. Hamilton is not. And so this is faster and a better car for, for, for George, but this is not for Lewis. And maybe, I don't know what the crack, what the crack is with Mick and um, it has, but hopefully he can get some sort of upgrade. But, uh, if, yeah. you know, he might, someone's going to be going into that Ferrari seat if uh, Sainz keeps putting it in the gravel trap because you know what they're like. They're ferocious and it doesn't matter about a two-year contract. Yeah. That's yeah. in the Ferrari family that contract, and if you keep messing up, they will put you in the Alfa Romeo and Bottas will be next to the mm, next well, year. You know, and that might, yeah. be, that might be a good shout. At the moment, <laughs> Leclerc <laughs> and Bottas would be the two best available drivers right now. But, you know, we can't, we can't, uh, we can't discount signs. You know, he's, he's a, a run of bad luck. 
mainly his it fault. Is. It's not really bad luck. You know, it was probably more his fault. But yeah. uh, like you say, Science just signed a, a new two-year contract, showing commitment and uh, Science showing how much he appreciated that today. Yeah, it's a bit of pressure. Right? It must be hard to appoint, particularly with Ferrari. Maybe they're a bit, you you know, you've got to behave yourself there. Maybe there's a vibe, don't yeah. mess up. And when you mess up, you probably feel extra pressure and you just cause more of it. And yeah. maybe just, just focus, just focus, go back to, you know, yeah. what, because he's a good driver, you know. He, he is a good driver. driver. And, he uh, is a good driver. You know. And, uh, and yeah, so, yeah, we will see. But at the moment, Bottas, yeah, doing very well. Mick Schumacher, let's talk about him next time. Yep. Yeah. Either either Leclerc and Bottas or Leclerc and M- Magnussen. Yeah. Maybe maybe Lewis might be ringing Ferrari. You know, there was all that rumours about potentially wanting to go to Ferrari. Would he? Yeah. Would he not? Would he not? Should he end his career there? You know, maybe he say, uh, "Look, oh, for half the salary, can I come to Ferrari?" Well, you know, <laughs> from a personal point of view, would you like to see him in a Ferrari? From a personal point of view, to win that eighth world championship. And to break the record in Ferrari would be a very fitting way to do yeah. it, and it would and then, be a very and, special and then, way. And to then do retire, it. and then retire, maybe. Um, but that would probably upset a few people mm. that he did it in the red, yeah, in the uh, Ferrari red as well. Red so upset Toto Wolff, wouldn't it? Well, well, yeah, yeah, it probably would, but uh, it would, it would probably, yeah. But upset, then it would upset Vettel. It would upset Alonso. It, know, would, it, it would, would. I don't know if anyone loves. who's been to Ferrari and, and failed to win or retain a championship. Yeah. You know, because uh, there's a lot of they've had a lot of drivers over the years that have won championships yeah. and have failed to do it in Ferrari. Yes, yeah. There's there's plenty. Um, but would Michael Schumacher? Maybe he would. You know, he's always he's always he always said that records Ooh, were there to yeah. be broken. And broken in his own car. Broken and his own in team. his team. You know, wow. What, but maybe, maybe, what a, what maybe he might be happy be. about that because of the like, handing of the torch and all that. You oh, know, I think so. I think so. Yeah, but, uh, interesting. The torch, just, torch has been handed. Let's start the rumours and let's, uh, let's let's get him there. He's no good at Mercedes, anyways. He he was, but he's not now. Get him to Ferrari. He's but he's above them. He's above them. <laughs> They're just a midfield team. Anyway, yes. So that was the San Marino Grand Prix uh, at Imola. Fantastic. Sounds good hearing that, doesn't it? Yes, San Marino. Yeah. Emilia Romana. Emilia. Just doesn't make sense. Romana. Yeah. Um, so where are we going next? We're going to Miami. Oh, are we? Yeah. I look forward to Girls it. Girls on roller skates, man. Yeah. It's where we go. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, that Alpine's going to fit in nicely, isn't it? That, uh, it that is, That neon actually. blue the and the blue neon and the pink. pink. Yeah, yeah, the ladies. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, are we excited about that? Did you see the video of, um, was it Perez test driving it around there? Is the track's not really 100% ready yet, but... What? There was a, there was a video of a, a, a partial... Run of the Miami, what Miami's going to look like. Right. Okay. In fact, I think it was our friends over in the other podcast um, that, that shared it during the middle of the week. Right. Or two weeks ago. Um, did you not see that? Go and look for it. Everyone okay. else go and look for it. But I, I'm, it's number 11 Red Bull anyway. So Should, we, should be, we put it up? Must we'll be, just put yeah, it up if on we can, the... If we can find it. Yeah, we'll steal it from our uh, competitors. They won't uh, mind. We'll mention them. <laughs> we'll find a different video yeah. and put that yeah. up. Yeah, but can I just say, what do you mean it's not ready? We're there in two weeks. No, well, it wasn't then when, when he raced it. And, oh, right. And okay. I'm, I'm assuming that maybe that might have actually happened before Australia because, you know, <laughs> what, what, unless he just run to Miami like on his way back from Australia. I don't know. know. Would have Red Bull gone there and then and then gone over to Emily? Maybe, maybe they, they did, did it in the off-season, who knows. But 
Okay, it might fine. be an old video. But- well, let's hope it's ready because we're there in two weeks' time. So 6th of May will be Friday practice. 7th of May will be qualifying. Is that right? And then the 8th of May is going to be yeah. race day. That's a traditional race weekend, no sprint race. Good. And, uh, yeah. Who are you hoping for? <sighs> you know, I say this every week, but no. I don't fucking know. <laughs> right. I specifically asked you that question differently because I normally say who do you who do you think or prediction. I said who are you hoping for. I don't today? even know who I'm hoping for. Now. You don't. You don't. Well, hope. you know who I'm hoping for. Actually, this time around, I'm hoping for Hamilton. <laughs> Somebody different. <laughs> Someone, um, no, a McLaren. It'd be really nice to see Norris win. Um, that would that would cement uh, and probably because he is only just behind. Yeah. Uh, he's he's behind Russell or Russell because Russell's fourth in the in the drivers' championship. Yeah, and if he if he could get a win, that would bring him right up behind Perez. Yeah, um, I don't think he'd surpass Perez, but that would bring him right up there, and it would certainly bring Mercedes right up there as well. Yeah, as a constructor. If failing think, that Norris, okay, Norris. failing that Alonso. Okay. Failing that Hamilton. Well, well, okay, that's your top four then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, what McLaren are doing particularly is showing that the Mercedes engine has got a little bit of bite to it uh, with the right car. So it's not necessarily the engine. Yeah. It could be the car. Do you know what I mean? You know, from an aero package point of view, McLaren yeah. seem to have it right. Mercedes don't. Mercedes have they've lacked speed, but none of their engines have failed, have they, this year? In any of their cars? No. No? They haven't, have they? I don't think oh, so. No, no, they haven't. I think I don't think we have. Slowens had an issue, he had a bit of a fire, didn't he? But was that brakes? Was- yeah. Not not in the race, I don't think, but no. slow and steady. Slow and steady. Yeah, there you go. Long week long race. Yeah. So Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's been fun. As always. Um as always. What is it? What is it? I can't even remember now. Listen. Follow, share, listen, watch, follow. Uh, can I start that again and you just cut that out? No, no, I'm As always, <laughs> you can listen to us on your chosen pod- podcast platform. You can also watch us on YouTube, but just, just subscribe. We've got YouTube videos coming up soon. We're, we're a bit late. Yeah, if you're not going to subscribe them, you're not going to see them. But if you subscribe, you're going to see them. We're just going to bang, 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 one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. And if you're already waiting for them, they will be there. Happy days. And then obviously you can follow us, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Operation F1. There's a race car going. <laughs> anyway, should we say goodbye? Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> right. See you in uh, the United States Grand Prix in Miami in two weeks' time. Get some nice welcome to Miami music on the end. No. Okay. No. Right, goodbye. Girls on roller skates.
The podcast was recorded at Eastwood Studios. Post-production was completed at MixMK. The sound recording is owned by Operation F1, a division of Operation Media Limited. The sound recording name and logos protected. All rights reserved. Copyright 2022. Operation Media Limited.